Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. The Field Geeks Podcast, episode 62. We are your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Joey. Zach. He's Zach. Back. Zach's back. Zach Attack. Zach Attack. Heavy duty. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, as usual, we bring you the latest in geek news. Uh, we got lots to talk about today. Uh, Man of Steel 2, The Matrix. That's weird. That's say. what it's called? Yeah. Yes. Man of Steel 2, The Matrix. Movie. Oh, because because Lawrence Fishburne is Perry White, and he's also yes. Whoa, he just spoiled it morbidly, or what's his name? Morbidly, morbidly, marbly, Marvel. Hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Suicide Squad two, Mission Impossible six, and TV items. Also, we got some trailers. So yes, Transformers came out, and Zach's brought us some tech news. Fun show, just exploding all of your minds. Heavy duty. <laughs> Neck and chest. It's, it's heavy duty. So I got a question for the group before we get into it. Uh, what's the noise? No. No? <laughs> I'm gavel if you keep it up. What's annoying you regarding movies, games, TV, comics, so on? Oh, do we have five hours? No. How about five minutes? I'll try to narrow it down. You, one of you guys can go first. <laughs> I just gotta write it down. It's the same thing that's always going on for people who like nerds and geeks. It's, I would say, production value for revenue. You get, you just get stale content. Um, with games, it's, it's all about graphics. When gamers know, it's all about the mechanics and the physics and just the story. Um, with movies, same thing. It's about you know the the visuals, the AI now, or in CGI. Uh, when it's about the story and the acting, you know, with movies, it's about getting those big names in the films when that not, that doesn't make a good movie always. And that goes into everything. Music. That's why music sucks right now. That's why comics really are the last, I, I would say, not as exploited as much area just because it's the, it's the same user base that's creating the content as well. You still have yeah. your exploitation there, but it's not as bad as this. Not like Amy Schumer or anything does... So we know it's annoying. <laughs> no, um, I really I don't mind her except for the stupid reuse of jokes from other comics. So um, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. That, so the, one of the biggest reasons I don't yeah. mind her except the fact that she's a thief. Yeah. But I mean, you know, whatever to get your way to the top, right? Um, yeah, I, you know. Watch out! She's gonna attack us. With what? With her jokes. No. <laughs> Fart. I stole these myself. <laughs> I did a sex with a man. <laughs> um, Nobody's going to get that. Yeah, Nobody no. that's listening right now. No, unless no. they've seen the Facebook meme. Yeah. Uh, so really, I'm along the same lines with Zach. I think um, for me, it's a lot of the movies that are willing to cut things out because the studio doesn't understand it, doesn't understand their fan base. And that's what's really frustrating for me is that it took so long for Deadpool to come out, but maybe in a way that's what made it better. Music, I completely agree. I think there's too much emphasis on the looks of the person and then just the amount of shoving it down your throat and your ear hole to make you like it. I'm <clears throat> a number one Justin Bieber hater, so <laughs> I just don't understand the guy. I think he's a turd. Um, whenever he does stuff 
off the stage, it's always, you know, this controversial thing. And then people have to, you know, praise him. Oh, he's changed. Oh, you know, no, he's just an idiot. Have you listened to Sorry? It makes up for everything. Yeah. Or have you watched The Roast? He apologizes. And then everybody's like, oh, he's good now. Let's figure out. And And then he goes and whizzes in a toilet or. Yeah. Whizzes in a toilet. What a a (laughs) jerk. No. <laughs> no, you remember the mop bucket? Yeah, yeah. this just in a TMZ. Just a beaver pees in a toilet. I mean, that's that's another problem time. too. Is TMZ that that whole? Yep. Yeah. You know, exploitation of, of uh, stupidity Garbage. there. But that's you know that's what bothers me. How about you, Joe? Going off music and it's just so much like people have to put up this facade of like this is this is who I like this is who I am. I get I get all these women. I get all this money. I get all these cars. And it's just like after after a certain point, people I feel like people have to go. Why do I care? Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing over and over. And there are like a few exceptions. Like um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. He's like one of my favorite yeah. artists. He's really good. He raps about his life, but it's not it's not in the sense of like I got I got all this money. It's like this is where I've been. I've been in some crappy places. I've been in some good places. I'm blessed to be where I am right now. So like. And he and that that's that's the thing that's another thing about creative control is he yeah. doesn't he's not signed to a label so he really has no he really has free reign to do anything he wants and the fact that he's being so level headed about it is great and he won't sign to a label right it's right a thing like yeah been offered and he won't mm-hmm. a bunch of labels and because he sees because he sees what it does to you know artists because like mm-hmm. labels are all this is the music you have to put out and he doesn't want any part of that and uh, he mentions in his songs that he's uh, tried to collaborate with his friends and the labels literally are like, no, like we're, we won't allow that. And there's like this secret, or it's not really a secret, but like the media kind of wants him and Chief Keef, who's another rapper from Chicago, to like kind of be in like a, a war, I guess. And they're pushing, they're, they're pushing it. And Chance Rapper's like, I have nothing against the guy. I don't know why you guys want this so bad. So it's just really like, it shows how toxic the music industry can be. Um, but it's good to see that there are some, you know, good points to it, I guess. And, uh, as far as like movies and TV shows and stuff, I think, uh, maybe journalists and fans are as much to blame as the studios because one, the studios, again, creative control with BVS, Mm -hmm. we saw Warner Brothers was like, oh, nobody's going to watch a three-hour, four-hour version of this movie, when in reality, everybody would have. Oh, I yeah. I don't understand. intermission in there if you wanted to. Absolutely. I mean, look at Tarantino. I mean, he had uh, Hateful Eight and they had an intermission. I mean, for the most part, people liked it and it did, you know, moderately well, so I don't understand. And, like, they didn't have any anything before that that was that long, so I don't know why... It got it in their head that was like, oh, nobody's going to watch this. It's like, how do you know? You've never done Just try it. So, I don't know. Maybe if Justice League is like three or four hours long in the original cut, just put it out because you're going to get people to watch it already. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, why not? I mean, if you want to, if you really want to shorten it in the movie theaters, fine. But if your intent was to have a three or four hour long movie, release it. Yeah. Your audience will buy it. Yeah. They're, I mean, how many times do you ever get done watching a movie and then you're like, oh, I got to see the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. I got to know what's cut. Right. And then you're like, oh, man, that would have really expanded on the character. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that'd be awesome if they just released the originally intended version. Yeah. And um, don't, because like they rely on the, well, so far, two out of the three movies have relied on the extended cut, mm-hmm. which is fine. But like now it's like, okay, 
you see that people like this, so let's just yeah. not really have to do an extended cut, just do the original cut. And also, I hope they don't get in a groove of, because uh, they re-released the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs Superman in mm-hmm. theaters, yeah, which is good because like they didn't know if people would like that. But now that they know that, they shouldn't keep doing that because that seems like a money grab, you know. Yeah. Um. So again, being a dead horse, but just well, release release the full movie. At least when they were released, uh, the extended cuts were available right away. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like you had to wait. No, that would have been even more like the annoying. Rogue cut. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And uh, fans, I mean, fans. I love fans of the DC universe and of the Marvel universe. Like I, I like seeing people praise the characters and the universes and stuff. But when people bash on a movie because it doesn't live or it wasn't what they imagined or what didn't live up to their expectations, that just doesn't really make too much sense to me, mm-hmm. you know, because this is kind of a tangent, like doesn't really make a lot of sense, but there's a YouTube um, channel called Funhouse, and they, they made a joke like a year ago where they would make this like awful band called Sex Swing. And like the the members are just some of the worst people, like it, like the worst characters in terms of like you wouldn't want these characters to be real, but they're funny. Yeah. And uh, like at the end of 2016, they announced that there's going to be an animated show on YouTube through Rooster Teeth, which is like where they're based out of, like their company is based out of or whatever. And everybody's really excited about it. And it reminded me a lot of the Batman vs Superman announcement because like, you know, they announced it and you saw the crowd reaction. Everybody's like, Yes. And then I don't know if people built up what sex swing should be in their head too much, but looking through the comments of like the first and second episode, it was just bad. Like, oh, this animation's awful. The voicing's terrible. It's like this is a free show on YouTube. One, you don't have to watch it. Two, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. But it, again, it and it goes into you know DC movies, Marvel movies. It's like, oh, that wasn't as good as what I thought it could be. It's like, well, that's that's what you get. Like, that's what. That's the movie that was put out. The other problem is when they give you a trailer and it gives a lot away. Yeah. A lot of people inform in their mind how the story is going to go. Yeah. They go see it and they're very disappointed. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, and I didn't do that or that. And I heard Wonder Woman didn't give a lot of stuff away in the this newest trailer. It no, did. it so, didn't. So that's good. I mean, you know, obviously uh, DC or Warner Brothers are learning from their mistake so. with yeah. um, BBS. To also go with your rant, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm, um, this is good. I'm sorry. The backlash of all the fans saying, "Why did Wonder Woman shave her pits?" Oh, I was gonna, yeah. t- I was gonna talk about that next. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't even really the fans. I don't think that was um, a a journal, like a journalist. Oh, it so was, just and they some were, guy trying to stir up trouble. Oh yeah, because he couldn't find anything else to be mad about in the trailer. Oh, yeah, to go they after. They'll stir up a crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same, which is just ridiculous. But I mean, that's the same. That's the same thing with like bad reviews. Yeah, uh, to a good movie, like Get Out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I talked about this last week, but there's there's a guy on Rotten Tomatoes who is notorious for giving bad reviews just because. Like, and Get Out got 100% until this guy gave it a review. And... Wants the attention, obviously. Oh, it's very much that. And, like, Deadpool, when Deadpool came out, there was a guy who gave it a bad review, and he went around, like, um, direct messaging different Twitter accounts. He's like, hey, could you post my article about my bad review? I just want to, you know, show there's a different... Uh, there's different input. It's like, oh, okay. So is this guy just like a troll then, or? Uh, that wasn't the same guy, but yeah. Oh, okay. But they're, but I essentially, I think they're both trolls, He's just, and they're very much just like, oh, you know, people liked it, but I don't really care, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Want to go against it? 
but yeah, like journalism is just so lazy now nowadays, and it's just it's like clickbait has become such like it's become a term that people use too much to where like I don't know if it applies all the time, but like yesterday I just saw a role or a um video titled "What Is Iron Fist's Role in the Defenders?" and I was like, he is one. Like what? <laughs> Well, you know, you well, got you people just say, that don't know who Iron Fist. Well, is. you could just say Iron Fist Roland, but but like it 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 seems one it seems like they're giving you information that they just came up with or whatever, you know. And it's just I don't know. Or they manipulate the headline to get your interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The article is not even that at all. Like I read yeah. yesterday, like Hans Zimmer doesn't accept Ben Affleck as Batman. That's why he quit or something like that. Yep. So I read into the article and basically. He just was more inspired by Bale's interpretation of Batman. He yeah, just and that's fine. Get, he just he couldn't leave uh, the idea of Christian Bale not being Batman anymore, and Ben Affleck being a new one, and he was older, and yeah. the character was different. So that's what yeah. he meant. And the headline just was basically like saying, "Oh, he didn't get along with Ben Affleck." Well, it's the same thing. So I had to read it to find out. It's the same thing with Lawrence Fishburne because he was ta- he was interviewed and he was saying, "We've been waiting to see you know these DC characters for fifty years." And he's like, what's Marvel doing? Marvel's kicking their ass. Not like, oh, Marvel's better than DC, but like Marvel's been doing movies since 2007, 2008. And people took that headline saying like, Lawrence Fishburne says Marvel's better than DC. <laughs> and then Clay Enos, who is, uh, is he a producer or something on the DCEU? He's like, he's sure. in he's in there somewhere. Like he's kind of like one of the higher ups. But he was uh, looking at all like the people begging for the new Justice League trailer. And he's like, where did this come from? Like, why Why is everybody doing this nowadays? Like, not even 10 years ago, you would have to wait so long for another trailer. And now you're kind of just like... You have to wait years for a movie. Yeah. And <laughs> now now it's just like, something. we want the Justice League trailer right now. And I was like, I understand that. That, get, that It does get kind of annoying. Like, I do want it. But seeing everybody saying the same thing, it's just like... I don't... Do you remember we'd get one trailer growing up? I mean... As a kid, I, I slightly remember that, but it, it was one trailer and it was very close to the movie coming out yeah. or they would talk about it in these entertainment news. Um, and that was it. Yeah. We didn't get three trailers. Oh, final trailer drops today. Yeah. I mean, we got one trailer to decide whether or not we were going to go to this movie. A lot of the times we never got any background story mm-hmm. other than, you know, we never knew that there was on set fighting on certain movies or yeah. something didn't go we had right. Internet access. No, there was no. You know, nobody tried to spill secrets. But yeah, even even the entertainment magazines wouldn't really go into the drama. No, they would showcase you know, sugarcoat everything and and then like, hey, it's in production. Yeah. And then you know, here's a picture. When the movie finally did come out, VHS took another year mm-hmm. before it was released to the public. So, I mean, now we got, what, five months maybe, three? Well, it kind of depends on the movie, but, I mean, by the time it's out in theaters, they're already making the DVDs, and it's out fairly quickly. Yeah. And and I do like that new new system. I mean, that's great for the fans because it keeps it fresh in their minds. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it... And talking about movies and stuff like that, you'd get one preview, your friends would go see it, based off of your friend's you know, going to view it, then you'd make a decision also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, true. you know, your friends were your your best critic. Oh, yeah. Because was... you had like minds. Yeah. So Siskel Niebuhr was the only critics I mm-hmm. watched on TV <laughs> and you know, I I was I pretty much followed them, you know. And it was fun. Yeah. I still 
disagreed, of course. But yeah, like like now, there's so many people out there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I maybe they need to change their ways. The uh, entertainment industry, like adapt in a way, uh, keeping it, you know, like it was, you know. But I do also. Uh, want to talk about movie theaters have improved the experience yes. just mm-hmm. to get your butt back in the seat because they yeah. don't want you to download it or or just wait for it to come out they, they're actually you know giving you better seats now uh, reserve seating as mm-hmm. well serving Everything. food yeah serving food. beer mm-hmm. it's it's a more embraced uh experience and i think that's that has gone a long ways to keep people in the seats and that's why the industry is still doing so well um, yeah, because I, I, I don't want the theaters to go away. No, no, no. I mean, it's, there it's was like, a time like, uh, like in the late 90s where theaters were getting smaller so that you could fit more movies in. So it seemed like basically you were going to a home seeing a big screen projector, you know, and then they decided, oh, well, maybe that's not the right tactic. Maybe we start to add those bigger screens again, have premium seating, charge them a little extra, but yet they'll get that movie experience like they used to because I remember very, I mean, not for very long, there used to be movie theaters that wrapped the entire way around. And I mean, you had to sit at the corners in the back to have the best seats because then you could pan your head over the entire thing. Oh, yeah. So sitting in the middle was, was useless because you'd move your head back and forth so much you'd get a neck ache afterwards. But I, I do remember those being so much better. Well, and if we get an IMAX, that's going to be the... I do... I do like IMAX. I don't like the Des Moines Science Center IMAX. Right. Um, yeah, like a dome. Get, yeah, I'm talking a, if we get one. It's a flat one. screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The flat screen IMAXs are simply amazing. Um, and I, I'm sorry to say, trying to make it um, at the Science Center like a night sky like they have where you can look at the planets and all that stuff and then add IMAX into that um, wasn't the right choice. So yeah, we saw BVS in IMAX, and I don't think it did. It take up the whole screen. No, I mean it's like letterbox format. When you yeah, and you had to yeah. like yeah, like look over, and I was it's like, yeah, it, it really is. is. Yeah, and get, then yeah, you have to get the right seat too. Mm-hmm. So you get clear mm-hmm. at the bottom. You're looking everywhere. Oh, Your head's yeah. Gonna, yeah, everything's jarred up. But. And then uh, the woman who was um, putting the film back on the thing for mm-hmm. to get the next movie going, she dropped it on the floor. <laughs> And I was like, that could be bad. Oh, is that why and for beard? no, for like, for like good half hour, there was just just black little smudge in the right oh. top of the screen, and it kind of looked like a bat symbol, so I was okay with it. Yeah, but uh, I was still just like, are you kidding? <laughs> that like, could be bad. The one thing you don't have to do is drop this on the floor. Yeah, or else you get a smudge, and you did. But, yeah, the things you guys just mentioned the production companies kill movie theaters Mm -hmm. because the only thing that's changed is it costs more to obtain the film to play the movie Mm -hmm. ticket prices you know the demand to go in and see a theater even though with illegal you know piracy things like that that that'll always be there but people still go see the movies and illegally download they just want a copy of it again yeah Yeah. Um, especially if they really like it so Mm -hmm. if you make a good movie yeah people are going to download illegally but you're still going to make money off of it because somebody's got to go see it it's the it's the the people um, it's the people that you know watch e news. The people that you know look for clickbait. It's it all that's, that's true. Yeah, the media is just giving people what they want, mm-hmm. and so are production companies. Like the people Bachelor, want quick, shock and awe. If I see a trailer, I want to see everything in it that would make me want to go see the movie. Um, and some movies suck so bad that all the great content from their movie was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Even if you should <laughs> never be able to fill 
a two and a half hour movie into a full trailer and give away the whole story. If your movie's good, that should not even be possible. Yeah. Right. You should have a great story that can't be told through that. Yeah. It's yeah. just the people want that quick shock and awe. The average person doesn't read anything longer than 30 seconds. That's why they have clickbait. Mm-hmm. It's because of the people. I absolutely hate Facebook when they have a story or something like that, and it's a sentence and a picture, and then it says next, and then it takes forever to load to the next page, and you're thinking, okay, here's a full story. Nope, it's a sentence and a sentence and a picture. Nine pages yeah. in, mm-hmm. and you yeah, finally you get to the end of the story. On each page, yeah, and it's and just it's ridiculous amounts of ads. Yeah. Then you have to try to find the next button to the next page, which sometimes is in the middle of all these ads or... It's stupid. It's it's really getting hard to find the true news sources, you know. Yeah. When you when we, you know when we talk about our um, topics every week, you really got to read into it because sometimes we'll share something and it's misleading entirely. <laughs> so yeah. you kind of have to do your homework. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't fall back on you. That, that's why I don't know if you know, but um, I'm not watching trailers anymore because the whole like you said, shock and awe. It's like bringing out pretty much the entire movie in the trailer. So like whenever they talk about trailers, I'm just like, like closing my ears. And whatever. it sets the wrong expectations. Yep. Like people just saw 30 seconds of everything blowing up. Then all these pieces of crap people go see this movie and they're like, there was a story? <laughs> there was drama? Like I had to use emotion? Yeah. I hated that movie. I just wanted to see stuff blow up all yeah. the time. That's yeah. kind of why I was glad with Logan. Uh, the trailers didn't give much away except for mm-hmm. maybe who was in it. And you, you kind of got this feeling. The thing that they really pressed was, he's old now. It wasn't why he was old, uh, what happened, mm-hmm. you know. Stuff like that you had to find out to go to the movie theaters. Yeah. Right. And that was a beautifully done ad, I think, as yeah. far as trailers were concerned. Because yeah. you didn't get much more after that. I don't think the trailer, though, in the theaters was way too long. The yes. Logan? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe. a chase scene in there, I'm like... Just, oh yeah, yeah. See Ogan, blow Ogan. <laughs> His brother Ogan. My father Ogan. Girl, just show us that, and we'll yeah. be able to paint the picture. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, like when you were saying, people are tired of like, oh, I have to use emotion. I have to pay attention to the story. That was one of the biggest problems with, uh, like you talking about Batman versus Superman. But it's a valid idea? point, and because uh, I went on Reddit and posted like when I saw it for the third time, I was like, okay. I'm going to see this for a third time. I'm going to look for whatever you like. Tell me to look for. What are the problems with this movie other than editing was bad? Because that's all I saw. Editing was bad and story was bad. And I was like, okay, I need more than that. And people were like, oh, the editing was really choppy. And I was like, it's still saying that's not the same thing. Like, I still need more. Mm-hmm. And people gave me like, oh, like why didn't Bat? Like it was, it was pretty much like one. Why didn't Batman and Superman fight more? It was like it's not all it's not like going to be like the cartoon they're not going to like punch each other in the face for 45 minutes there there has something has to happen to where they form the justice or yeah. you know for uh become more or less friends and then another one the, the one i the one i probably hated the most this guy was like there were a lot of jump scenes like one moment superman was like at a ba- at the base of a mountain and then the next he's at the top of it where was the journey and I was like, uh, "Oh, he flies up there." Or, but no, because he like in the movie he just walked up there. To, oh, okay. Because he was like going to see oh. the ghost of his father. But like, and and then there was one. It was like uh, Lois was in one state, and then the next she's in another. And it's like, what? Well, I wanted to see that. And it was like, Rains. you couldn't just. It's because people can't think. Yeah. Like they they have to be shown. It's, yeah. 
But then in the ultimate cut, Superman, like there was a smaller scene where he was climbing to the mountain and that guy, one of those guys were there. And then people were like, what was the point of that? It's like, well, okay, they gave you what you wanted and you're just so upset. So maybe journey would be like another hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe they should have just had like an indie scene all built into Batman versus Superman where she wakes up. There's no music. There's no actual lines. She wakes up, gets into the shower, takes a shower, then packs her bags, then gets a taxi <laughs> over to the airport. And this is all like done very beautifully. She has to go through the metal detector five times. Go through the metal detector five times. Oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. You got something. <laughs> she backs up. Goes, it's okay. Stomach rumbles. Stomach rumbles. The uh, then decides to go get some food. She, loses, she loses her ticket. Yep. Accidentally drops her ticket on no the floor. No paper. And that's when the dramatic music starts to happen. <laughs> um, gives her ticket to the checkout counter and then goes into the airplane. Uh, sits down. We don't have to see that whole airplane trip. Maybe just the offering of the peanuts and drink. And then so she lands. And, and this is all in silent. Yeah. Um, and then finally we pick back up to where we need to be and she meets Superman and it all begins like it should have. You know what you just described? Hmm. A billion dollar movie. Yeah. A lifetime movie. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it jump cuts and you just hear off Master Wine. And you wonder. You wonder to yourself, why did I just see all this? But you don't have to wonder because it's okay. Those are like old movies before. Now you just know yeah. how she got there. If you watch old movies like the first Bond movies, he's mm-hmm. walking through an airport and they're playing the Bond theme. There's nothing going on. It's like they show everything. Mm-hmm. And then over yeah. time, they realize we don't need to show them everything. It's <laughs> yeah. boring. Let's but now, apparently you do. I'd like to tell everyone out there that they can uh, check us out on all social media. Uh, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and FieldofGeeks.com. VHS. VHS coming coming soon for all your (laughs) please rewind for all your clickbait needs yes be kind please rewind we will clear it up eventually nobody likes to see where you ended off at either yeah Mitch is racist (laughs) oh god (laughs) and then you click on the article it's just (laughs) nope nope (laughs) Mitch bashes black socks <laughs> I mean he that's how bad it is now car. I do I do if you go to my profile the my... seams of his car have stitches on them yeah they do do they really yeah if you look at them it's a uh, high graphic image of uh, basically the stitches on a baseball they so need to use yarn. they need to make a replica or like something of your car and then put it in an Avengers movie and Hulk can throw like a baseball <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> That would be so awesome. <laughs> I uh, to, to this date, I've never gotten a cease desist, and you got to take those off. Really? Oh, no. wow. No. That's because it's on an Oldsmobile 88. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a Pontiac 99 oh, Bonneville. Okay, <laughs> to be fair, it's a grocery getter mobile. <laughs> oh, my god! This thing is sleek when it goes down if the road. It'd be like cease and desist. It's bad for the city. I'm just waiting for that day when I get pulled over for speeding, and then I can say fastball in the left lane, and then just see if he laughs too hard and then walks away. <laughs> Well Mark, Wal- well, Mark Wahlberg was here. You should have pulled up to see, see his reaction. Hi, <laughs> 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 on the left lane. <laughs> <laughs> or just say, I was aiming for that glove that's down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That catcher's mitt. I did have, because uh, I drive a limousine company, I did have a police officer uh, when I got done at about 2 in the morning. 
following me all the way back home. And I, the only thing I can figure, I didn't have a light out. I was going the speed limit. Is just who the hell is this guy driving the baseball car? So he probably ran my plates and tried to get a picture of me. <laughs> he just wanted to figure out who I was. But you know, he's probably like, well, where would this person even like live? Do they have a baseball house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Dugout. Would you like to know more? It's a bucket. Yeah. Big bucket. <laughs> parking. Does Mitch live in a baseball house? Like, nope. <laughs> uh, we also like to encourage you to check out Steve's comic blog, stevescomicblog.com. Also, for uh, great originality based content, check out Plume Snake. Yes. Their online service is amazing. Sign up with them, plumesnake.com. Yes. So we have a few trailers to talk about before we get into some movie news. Mitch. Oh, yes. Uh, so we got the uh, new trailer for Transformers. Um, <gasps> yes. Uh, Joey, if you're still sticking to your not listening to trailer news, you might want to plug your ears. I mean, I would, but it's Transformers. You might watch so. it just yeah. to see if you can get interested. To yeah. See. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like The first trailer, the only thing that really interests me, which is probably the thing that should, is uh, when Optimus Prime like goes to kill Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it, it opens up a little bit more. <laughs> I think you get to know a little bit more about this uh, little girl that's kind of all on her own. Um, seems like that she's kind of the rogue Shia LaBeouf character now, um, <gasps> but with a little bit more edge. Uh, she has friends that go on her on her. Is her name Samantha? I don't know. Is she Sam Witwicky's child? What? Samuel J. Woodwicky. Uh She says no a lot. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah mark Wahlberg's back in it um bumblebee looks like he's kind of the the uh, character that follows the girl around um you know we don't get he's much the more stalker than, yeah we don't get much more than that she kind of seems like a mechanic uh based off the uh the previews because she fixes bumblebee a couple times it looks like she fixed his damn voice yet nope that gimmick's so I am oh. so tired of that. Four movies. They, they, they have well, figured out a way to freaking fix it. First one they fixed it. I'd like to stay with the boy. I wish to stay with the boy. Yeah. <laughs> and yet all of a sudden it's gone again. Yeah. Because Michael Bay didn't like it. <laughs> My name's Michael Bay. <laughs> Is that how he sounds? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to see something funny with him, uh look up I think it was Samsung Televisions, the curve TV maybe. He's talking about some of their tech and how he uses it with the movies he makes. Mm. And this was like when he did the last Transformers and he was on stage and he stops mid sentence and walks off the stage. Everyone's <laughs> like, everyone's like, what? What happened? I don't get it. He's like, he just had a brain fart. He's like, yeah, I'm done. And he just walks off the stage. Yeah. Either watch that or the uh, MTV Awards acceptance of, I think it was like best movie or something. It was, the, I think Transformers one. And they not they, like he and Megan Fox announced the second one, and I think she was drunk or something. But she just goes, "The second one's gonna be fucking badass," <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody was like, "Woo!" And he's looking at Michael Bay, and he's like, "All right," just nods his head. Okay. What she said, yes. What would be awesome is if Michael Bay made a Transformer that would transform into Michael Bay, and they both live together. His ego couldn't take it. And she it. says, cut! Yeah. And the movie's over. Yeah. I'm Michael B. <laughs> Have Martin Lawrence and Mike, or um, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Martin Lawrence, the guy who needs one goggle when he swims. Ooh, they, could call it, they could call it Bad Bots. Yeah, why not yeah. cross universes? Just yes. have to pull up at the end of this one. 
This one's weird though, because there's like there's a bunch of kids looks like they're abandoned, like they don't yeah. have uh, parents, and all of a sudden Mark Wahlberg shows up out of nowhere. Well, it kind of seems like a hey, maybe a post-apocalyptic kind of scene bots. where now there's what you uh, transformers everywhere. And he's talking down to the Dino Bot. He's yeah. like, "Put that down." It was like eating a car. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Bad boy." The ear's got spit all over it. Yeah, which I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So wait, yes, is he the same character? Mike, yes. uh Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Just, Where's his daughter? I don't know. Probably off to college. No, I'm so she, mad. I'm so mad that too TJ. Generous. She she's not college material. I'm so you mad sure that, about that. I'm so mad that TJ know. Miller died. Yeah, that was sad. That was. I really part liked of that him. Movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's. It just made part. no sense. Like, why kill? It was <laughs> so horrible. But it wasn't even like you know. And like, there was no point of it where he was like, "I'm gonna avenge his death." It was no. just like, ah, All right, let's keep going. I don't know. I'll probably end up seeing Transformers. Yeah. I end up seeing the last one, so yeah. I don't know. But we saw it for free. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how I saw it last. <laughs> well, why? So if that happens, <laughs> I'll go see it. Why can't we just get a Transformers movie without humans? That's that's been my argument since like the second one. Yeah, it's like I thought the first one was funny. Like you know, Shia LaBeouf. I really like Shia LaBeouf. I've always kind of liked him, so I was glad that he got this kind of like big movie. And I think that's the thing of it. They want to make stars out of. They gotta stop doing that. Yeah, just let <clears throat> us have Autobots. You got John. You want the big name actors. You got John Goodman as one of the Autobots. You got. I mean, that's all. I need. Oh yeah. Just have him as you know. You can practically tell it's him as a oh, robot because yeah. they made him bulky and he yeah. had like a big beard. And I think I think awesome. Jet Li mm-hmm. is another one. Mm-hmm. Or is it the guy from Dark Knight series played the samurai dude, machine, whatever you call it? I don't know. I don't know. They have Anthony like, Hopkins in his new ones. Yeah, I, I don't get what Anthony Hopkins is doing anyway. So he's in, in. he was yeah. he's done with Westworld, so he needs. <laughs> Is there any other trailers besides that? Um, and the Wonder Woman come out. Wonder right? Woman came out. Didn't the get third much, trailer. Yeah, didn't get much more than that. Maybe just a few more scenes. We'll get uh, the final battles. trailer, and then the second final trailer, and then the third final trailer, which is secretly the movie. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, Wonder Woman shaves her armpits. Uh, so sorry about that. If I really Gross, upset anybody, I still can't believe yeah. that whoever published that was still like, this would be a good idea to put out there. This entire article talking about Wonder Woman's armpits. I mean, that could simply be explained that the Amazonian women just don't have armpit hair. But the way the title, it was like, what's going on with Wonder Woman's pits? That's like what the title of the article was. Jesus. Don't forget uh, the Belco experiment uh, opened up. Yeah, I've heard some mixed reviews about that. Really? But I mean, I still, it still looks good. I think we should have yeah. a screening for our office, uh, our team. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, this is just a warning. This yeah. is what could happen. You'd be like, how about a team building activity, huh, guys? <laughs> you got to kill three of your team members. <laughs> kind of looks like the Purge mixed with uh, the Raid. Yeah. I think I've said looks that good. before, too. But yeah. Looks I've like heard. a little budget, so it'll probably make its money back, I imagine. Oh, yeah. And we'll see part two and three. And oh, my God. I hope so not. So on, so on. <laughs> oh, the next one should be in a factory. More Bilko. Heavy more equipment. Experiment. You know, like pallet jacks and stuff. That'd be badass. Or in like a Staples. Fast food chain. Yeah. And like an office. Oh. And like <laughs> an office. Next person in the drive-thru. McDonald's Bilko experiment. <laughs> next person pissing her coffee. <laughs> like, throw, oh, you gotta throw f- uh, fry oil. Oh, on your here. manager? Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty intense. <laughs> Before they stop start or stop asking. Ooh. You have to stab them with a sharp Kinda object. Kind of like the and like a, in outer space. They get like Put a crispy fry. They're just like, 
Just try to stab people. All they gotta do with fries. the employees is like, you got to, and they just start doing shit. They're like, whoa, wait, what? If if thirty people aren't dead, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I'm done talking. You make another employee like eat a, just eat a burger. It's like, what are you doing? It's like I'm slowly killing him. That will take ten years to kill him. Make uh, the McGrand Mac. <clears throat> it's called the Grand Slam. <laughs> Home run. Cubs win. <laughs> hey! If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I know I would. Smother myself in ketchup and mustard. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> I stare at the sun. People last say time, I'm legally blind. Last time the Cubs won. <laughs> All right, so I got some movie news. So Man of Steel 2. Warner Brothers is looking at Matthew Vaughn, who directed X-Men First Class, Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Kick-Ass. He may direct another DC property if he doesn't choose Man of Steel 2. What do you guys think about him taking on Superman? I don't think it'd be as dark as it was Man of Steel. Probably not. You yeah. shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a, a good change. I mean, he really did some fantastic things with X-Men First yeah, Class. Yeah, a lot so. of people enjoyed First Class because it, it, I guess, seemed to embrace the, the comic look, yeah. you know, with the blue suits and yeah. everything. He finally at least gave us a look of what we should have had, not the just leather suits and I think stupidness. It's, I think uh, no matter who directs the next DC movie, or it's going to be weird because like Zack Snyder's been doing pretty much all of them mm-hmm. uh, as far as heroes go. Yeah. Because um, like David Ayer did Suicide Squad, but uh, the, whatever tone it is, it's going to be different. Um, but I think it'll be good. I mean, like I like his, I like all those movies. Because um, you said he did what Kingsman, Kick Ass, and First Class. So yeah, I think if they got him for that, that'd be great. But they need to give creative control, like they did for is it Matt Reeves? Is that who's directing the Batman? Yeah. He put um, his foot down. And he's pretty much got all yeah. control of Batman right now. So, and I, I haven't heard anything bad about Man of Steel as far as creative control. I don't know if Zack Snyder had any bouts with WB. I don't know because it was the first movie, so it's possible they just so let him like who cares? Have fun, and yeah, yeah. because it didn't, you know, knock the socks off of everybody. Then they started getting all strict about, yeah. well, we shouldn't do this and that, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so I like it. It'll be if they get in, that'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, Warner Brothers has the opportunity here to. I mean, they already are pursuing darker content, which is more realistic. Because you know, the Marvel's great stuff, but it's in the end, it's kind of just everyone lived happily ever after. Sort of. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know the stakes aren't that high. Yeah. Even in Civil War, mm-hmm. like we've said, I've said it set it up, and then at the end, Cap's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, buddy. Here's yeah, my that, phone. yeah. Call, call me. Sorry, sorry that your parents died, and or Iron Man's like, ah, it's, it's all like, right, it's man. Like Empire. It's like they look off to the galaxy of the ships going to go get Han, and they come right back, and here's Han, and it's <laughs> like, okay, good. I'm so relieved. But they have the opportunity. Warner Brothers does to get maybe the directors uh, that turned away from Marvel because Marvel wanted to control so much. Edgar Wright. Yeah. If you got him on a DC movie, that's a game changer right there. Oh, game that's a trailer. That, yeah, Baby Driver. About. Oh, man. What's it called? Baby Driver. I didn't think... I thought... It hurt, from just hearing it, I, I was like, this is going to be the stupidest movie I've ever seen. And I watched the trailer. I was like, All right, never mind. I changed oh, my mind. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Baby, baby, <coughs> baby Driver. His name's Baby, but he's a... It's like the movie Drive. Mm-hmm. He's really good at driving. His name's Baby. He's a, he's a getaway driver for... It's um the dude from Fallen Our Stars. I think the story is like 
his parents were in a car crash when he was younger and they both died. Mm-hmm. So he's he, listening to music. And he was listening to music. And now, like, whenever he drives, he listens to music to, like, uh, tone out the different sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one scene where he's driving and you think, like, and there's, like, a dumpster and there's a truck pulling out. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the guy just, like, puts on the e-brake and does, like, a full, like, 360 spin. Oh, cool. And, like, gets between the gap. And like I was like I was like we've seen that before, but that's still pretty cool. Edgar Wright's really good at that stuff. Yeah, He's good at the, like whatever you call it, you know, choppy or yeah. editing. Well, like if you've seen if you've seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World, yeah. yeah, it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And yep. he just like it could have been terrible because the comic book it's really good, but like there's it's easy it would would have been easy to make it bad. And he he changed it. It was so good. Hot fuzz. I mean, he's done so yeah many yeah things. Does, yeah. Did he do all the Cornetto trilogy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of directors out there that were turned away. Like, well, for instance, Warner Brothers did pick up Patty Jenkins, who was supposed to do Thor: The Dark World. Oh. Probably would have been a much better Thor movie if she directed it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what started Natalie Portman off, you know, on not really wanting to be a part of Marvel anymore. Mm-hmm. Of course, it might have been her contract too. I think they're smart to approach Matthew Vaughn, and uh, a lot of people talk about Joss Whedon. Maybe, um, maybe but it was. Remember, he couldn't handle the pressure. Well. The first the one he second knocked movie. off. Well, I think that's because Marvel got greedy and they're like, oh, let's do more of this, more of this. Because they, they changed a lot in the second mm-hmm. They did that with Iron Man 2. You know, <clears throat> Iron Man was a perfect movie. Two, they're like, put S.H.I.E.L.D. in here, all this crap. And then. Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. was already in there. Right, but they really wanted to hammer it in there oh. about Nick Fury. Hammer, because that yeah. was the bad oh, guys. That's name. good. Oh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> So I also wanted to talk about the new Matrix movie they're working on, supposedly. It's uh, mm-hmm. early development. Zach Penn may write. He wrote X-Men 2, 3, Behind Enemy Lines, The Avengers. And he's also written a lot of games, superhero games. Why uh, are we rebooting this? Is this not, yeah, it's not a reboot. Oh. No. It's but why like, are we making another one? Well, it's not a sequel. It's not a reboot, it's I think like, they said. It's uh, like Animatrix. So it's like... Um, oh, okay. Oh, it's like a one-off? Yeah, just involving universe, but it's totally... Totally New characters. Once again, the movie we never asked for, but we got. Of course, you know, The Matrix was the same way, I guess. I mean, in, in the old days, we didn't ask for anything, really. No. And we got greatness. Uh, you know, the original came out in 99, and two sequels followed. The Animatrix was probably the best with the first one, and then after that, the other two were, like, disappointments. I just... Uh, well, they had problems and, and delays and all that stuff with The Matrix... Uh, they series after two that, and three back yeah, back. and somebody got injured. Um, one lady was pregnant or something like that through it, so oh, wow. it it threw off the schedule, and I think it might have hurt a little bit. And the Wachowskis are currently not involved with this project. Good, not even sure if they would <laughs> be on board. So good, yeah. I don't They're know. Um, I did also <laughs> read another um, theory that it could be a, a Morpheus uh, origin tale. I don't know. But morph, morphogen, morphogen, morph, morphior. Yep. I think my brain died. Morphus, Morphus. Samuel Jackson was interviewed uh, recently. Asked about the MCU, whether he's still a part of it, and he said yes, he is. He's done seven uh, movies out of his nine movie deal with them, and they're like, "Well, where's Nick Fury been?" And he's like, "Well, he's behind the scenes. You know, he's he's there. He's he's looking into things, and he kind of gave a." a vague thing saying he's figuring out what the skull is going to and then he stopped talking <gasps> and so people are like oh is he kind of giving a hint the red skull is coming back well i think there is an article or a villain called the skull maybe in maybe. marvel so 
I don't know. Maybe it is Red Skull. Can we have them all in a meeting in one room and then have Nick Fury come out of the bathroom washing his hands? And that's how we get re-entered into uh, Nick or Fury. He's just taking or, a shit the whole time. Yeah. Or, <laughs> he's just trying to... Uh, or it's like one cold open to like the next Avengers or whatever. And they're all like, they're meeting. They're like, okay, like we have to stop this threat. And like this helicopter comes in kind of like in uh, Winter Soldier. And it's yeah. Nick Fury. He just walks in. They're like, Nick, where have you been? He's just like, your mama's and Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Avengers just pops up. And then they just get right into the story. There's no, they never talk about that. <laughs> they never talk about that again. Like they never refer to it ever again in the universe. I just <laughs> cue the orchestra. <laughs> you, have you, <laughs> you have a grand <laughs> opening. <laughs> so it said that he may be in <laughs> Avengers: Affinity War. Maybe they'll have that scene. Exactly. That's the one. <laughs> From the, the Russo brothers, ever. here we go. <laughs> or that's that's a post credit scene. They're like, they're like, is there going to be another Avengers? It's like, I don't know, but that was the greatest post credit scene I've ever seen. <laughs> so they said that Infinity War, you know, Thanos will be in it, and he he's going to have four henchmen. So the question is, oh no, are they still the in the apocalypse? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think the Red Skull could be one of the henchmen? I don't know. What do you think? Sense. It could be. It's possible. Yeah, because he's been in the... They didn't really kill him off. He's been in the even stars. Even though it looked like he had a lot of pain. You yeah, because he's been in the stars, so Thanos probably just saw him like floating. <laughs> he's <just> like, oh! <laughs> Thanos is like, oh, God. He's just screaming for eternity. Ah! <laughs> just plucks him out of the air with his... Nine! <laughs> Boop! Hope he scares the shit out of Tony Stark, so Tony's like, wow, Cap went against this guy? <laughs> Maybe he isn't such a pussy. Ugh. Speaking of Cap, uh, Chris Evans is. Uh, God. Mama came out of nowhere. He hates, he hates uh, Rogers. Well, he doesn't hate him, but. No, no, they're best word. friends again because oh, he yeah. apologized. Yes. You <laughs> hang up. You hang up. Click. Dear Tony, you spelled Tony wrong. You spelled with an I. <laughs> with a heart over the I. <laughs> My dearest Tony. <laughs> Sorry, so, sorry that your folks it. died. <laughs> he wrote like a Civil War letter. Yeah, get it. So uh, Chris Evans is going to be hanging up the shield after uh, the Infinity War and its sequel. That's what he says. Well, oh, how original! Hugh Jackman just hung up the claws, <laughs> and now Chris Evans. Oh, I'm just going to retire. No, you know, his contract is almost up, and yeah. so far he's not renewing. He's he's actually said he's wants to go on and direct things so i hate when people want to become directors <laughs> well sometimes they <laughs> have dreams and aspirations so dumb idiot <laughs> why don't why you just conform just conform conform why can't everyone just be content and have a so we should have mitch interview the guy's, him, the guy's making a millions of dollars you know he's got a smooth ride he doesn't have to make any <laughs> other movies when you have mitch interview him, just like so i heard there are reports of, that you want to stop being captain Mer-. it's like yeah it's like shut up no you don't want to do that yeah. like, no he's like i think about directing i hate you <laughs> you know what would be awesome is what? if it was like uh, a dr directing, phil you interview <laughs> no your problem is you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> You ever heard if it ain't broke, don't fix it? 
That's kind of what that's like. Oh, I want to become a director. Okay, well, what have you he's done? Already, he's already directed. What have you directed? He directed um, Civil War. No, it was I'm called. Kidding. It was uh, it was a rom com. See, um, you can't was, remember. But it was actually pretty good. I can't. I just can't remember what it was called. No. I think it was like Before We Go or something. And it, was it was a romantic comedy. It was something like that, and it was just it was just something simple like a girl, a girl missed the last train, uh, like back home, and he like it was all about he had to help. Was her. he in it? Yeah, yeah. Wait, we'll is this. this the last train? No, no, no. Because that's a movie. That is that? Yeah. No, but oh, it's. Okay. I think it's called Before We Go. It's the prequel. And it's, it's set in New York. I thought it was pretty good because yeah, it, was, it, was, it, it. it didn't try to be anything more than it. It wasn't like, this is the next best rom-com. It was just like, I'm just making a movie. I just want to make this movie. Can I at least say I'm glad that rom-coms are pretty much done? Yeah. No. Yeah, you can say Well, I mean, they overdid it with... Uh, was it New Year's Eve and yeah, Valentine's oh Day? Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Well, that Christmas movie with all those big actors in it, remember? Uh, the Tyler Love Perry Actually? One? No, it wasn't a Tyler Perry. Love Actually? Yes. That was a good movie. Tyler Perry movie. Love oh, Actually? Are you kidding me? They're horrible. I'm so mad. Whoa. Tyler Perry. What do you mean? What do you mean there? What do you mean there? What do you mean they're horrible? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so if Chris Evans is out, should Anthony Mackie or Sebastian Stan, since they have more movies in their contract, uh, do you think they will both carry on the Captain America legacy, yeah. or they'll, or one of them will just become? I think Captain if you're going to follow, it should be the Winter Soldier that takes over. Yeah, it's like the comics. Yeah, put the star. That'd be cool. On his own. Yeah. So, oh. Do you think Steve Rogers should be killed off? What do you think? You think you should kill him off? Um, he just kind of goes that way in the sunset. Maybe they could do the comic storyline where like he use, he loses his uh, the serum. That'd be cool in the ages. So they only have to really do like a few scenes with like Chris Chris Evans as uh, like motion capture and put him like in the small body again. And I doubt like aside from like makeup to make him look older i don't think they would have to do that many they could just do like two or three scenes with him and just like ask him for help or something i don't know but if they had to kill him off i mean it'd be okay what about you zach i think either get him out quick or incorporate him somehow but yeah that's that's the thing don't 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 draw it out too much like i don't want marvel to just be like oh what's is he gonna die it's just like okay we know he's gonna be done after this movie so just do whatever you're gonna do transparent about it this would be awkward I think they could kind of give you, like, maybe he died, maybe he's still out there. Yeah. I, I think that's how they should end it. Because they could probably bring him back. All right. So, Sony made a deal, as we recall, with Marvel to uh, have Marvel be able to do Spider-Man finally in their universe. Gross. It looks like Sony, however, is pursuing more Spider-Man side characters. stories. Yes. Venom is going to be developed into a movie still. Sony plans anyway. Amazing Spider-Man 2 writers are on board and Amazing Spider-Man producers as well. Kevin Feige booted them out of the Homecoming deal. And these were the producers that they put together a, a lot of stuff, but they kind of ran the Spider-Man franchise into the ground. Marvel Studio isn't involved with Venom currently. Topher Grace played Venom in Spider-Man 3, so I don't know if he'll come back. I thought he was good, Eddie Brock. I didn't like him. I didn't think he, he had the ability to be a mean enough individual in the in the movie it just it, felt he didn't come across as very ancestor he did something he came he's he was like kind of whiny yeah please god kill peter parker I mean, yeah i was like come on dude so uh well that i mean and that kind of relies on the writing mm-hmm. so if it does but i can't see him being a bad guy i mean it, it, eddie brock has always been a muscular individual that was i mean the kind of guy that would take 
children or candy from children. So take children. <laughs> take children. Take children from candy. <laughs> of course, then you had Toby Maguire. Hi guys. Hi guys. Ah. That was and all the screamed all the time. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Venom is a, a black symbiote from space, and it inhabited Peter Parker in the comics and Spider-Man 3. So it chose Eddie Brock to be Venom, which they in 3, they totally screwed up. It, 3 was just weird. They didn't really go into... It did the Batman and Robin thing. They put too many characters in and tried yeah, to... Yeah, they tried to... Right, but overload. it just came from space. Yeah. It landed in... I think that's how it happens. ...picnic basket... And I think that's just, how it happens. But there is a cool theory that would make this very interesting. And I'm trying to find the damn movie. What's that new movie coming out with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Life. Oh, is that a secret? Oh, it's a secret. Uh, it's like Prometheus. Yeah. It's like a secret prequel. <clears throat> sequel. Sequel. When I read that, though, I kind of got my interest. But I doubt they're doing that. I don't think they're that smart to do that. So. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be Spider-Man. <gasps> and he's in it. So what if he is... Not going to be Spider-Man at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Is that how Deadpool's made? Yeah. <gasps> and then they make out or something. Anyway, we forget uh, with the Marvel Studios, Sony deal, you know, not everything is um, controlled by them. So mm -hmm. this is going to be one of them. I don't know if it'll actually be done. Uh, they were supposed to do other projects if the Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a success. And it, of course, wasn't. Like the Sinister Six movie they were going to do, which was going to be the first bad guy movie. I just remembered in life, mm -hmm. there's uh, there's a screenshot or there's like a scene where they're they're put on um, this the like the big screen in New York. Whoa! And I'm pretty sure there was a reused scene from Spider-Man Three. I'm I think I read that somewhere that like the mood this movie is being what there, I I don't know. Also, a hundred percent, it could be wrong. Hold on. Hold on. 100%? I hope it's a prequel. That'd be badass. That'd be the only way I'd be interested in this. No, I have, I have no idea. Suicide Squad 2. Adam Kosad to write. He wrote Legends of Tarzan, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Gibson has been offered the directing job. Hasn't accepted it yet. Of course, their goal, which they should probably have for the first one, was his story first. Can we at least up, like continually change Harley Quinn's outfit? I, I imagine they would. I think it would be fun to just... Every movie, she has a new outfit. Well, you're going to have Gotham City Sirens, which is David Ayer's working on. Yeah. That's why he can't do Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. Maybe Warner Brothers didn't want him to do it either. But I don't know. Also, maybe keep the movie out of the hands of a company that cuts trailers. Yeah. Yes, that was a mistake. I don't know what... Because I don't know if everyone knows, but Suicide Squad, the end cut, was put together by a trailer company. So that's kind of why the whole movie was jarring in spots. Because they were just trying to sh show you, you know, attractive things. But then the story just failed because of it. Because you're just taking it everywhere. Yeah. That's the problem. Oscar nominated movie. <laughs> it was makeup, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which they deserve. Oscar's an Oscar. Co yeah. A costume makeup It is. Combo. I will mm -hmm. clap for you. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, everyone here. <laughs> I actually have a question about that. Yeah. Do you think that it deserved to win over Star Trek Beyond? Because I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Because I mean, Star Trek Beyond that, that was the biggest argument is like, you know, people showing the aliens, and I was like, I don't know. True. Yeah. I don't know about Star Trek. I like they didn't really blow me away. Yeah. Like they were good, but I'm I was, a Trek fan, so I, I don't know if I. That's can the that's the, that's why I was asking because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I thought before they gave it to Suicide Squad that it was Star Trek for sure, and then yeah, 
But then I was happy because I was like, oh, Suicide Squad got one. Mm. It's the only award they're going to get. So, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I mean, so, uh, Mission Impossible 6 is moving forward. I'm burned out with Mission Impossible. <laughs> I can't do it. Seriously? What are they going to do? Like, Did you see Rogue Nation? I've seen all the Mission Impossible movies. Rogue Nation was awesome. It looked great. Yeah, but you went and saw The Legend of Tarzan, so I feel no, like I you didn't. didn't see anything. No, I, I did something worse. I bought it. Uh-oh. Black Friday special. And then watched it at home and was, was like... Was the same Jackson in that? Yeah. Tarzan? He's playing the same character he did in Kong. <laughs> I Is he the bad guy way. in Kong? I have no idea. Because it seemed, from, from what I saw in the trailer, it looks like Tom Hiddleston... And like his group of like the scientists, they get split up from Sam Jackson and John Goodman. Maybe so. Maybe Sam Jackson's like taunting it's Kong because like he does he does that whole like man is king or King Kong ain't got shit on me or something. What? Um, Denzel jo- Washington's in this Kong movie too. Yeah, Henry Cavill has joined the cast. It's pretty cool because he played a spy in The Man from Uncle, which was a really good Guy Ritchie movie. And uh, Christopher McQuarrie is directing uh, again. He directed Rogue Nation, which is a really like a 180 from the direction the whole franchise was going. Like it's really turned around. It's really fun to You're watch. Really excited about this? One. I am. I, li- I like Bond and I like all these other spy movies. But uh, Rebecca Ferguson, awesome. Jeremy Renner is coming back possibly. So Simon Pegg hasn't confirmed yet. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is still producing, so so I guess a lot of you aren't Mission Impossible fans. At I all. mean, I thought the fifth one was like, okay, we don't need to make any more. Rogue Nation? Land? Yeah. There's only one other franchise that did this and just totally bottomed out, and I think it was Land Before Time. <laughs> 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 the Rocky movies are, were close, but Land Before Time did this. Didn't Fast and Furious is the only movie oh, franchise yeah. <laughs> that can still keep going yeah. and keep my attention. Because now they've got a now so they've her, got a submarine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, and I'm like, the sounds sarcastic, but like, I'm not like I'm I'm actually a big fan of Fast and Furious. I like them. I like the cars. Except I, I accidentally saw a little snippet from the recent trailer, and apparently when they're on the ice, like somebody shoots like a rocket at them or something. Rock catches it, and the rock catches it and throws it back off. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cool though, because like I don't know it. It's it, it's crazy. Like, if you watch the first movie, you never would have guessed. Yeah, they stole DVD players and TVs. <laughs> they didn't know shit. It's like didn't... a Nissan 240SX with like a spoiler. Now it's The Rock catching. And then missiles. they started Race Wars, even though they clearly didn't. If you watch the first one, he took Letty back. Remember, he's like, Yeah. This is where we started Race it's Wars. Family. <laughs> hey, fucker, you didn't pay to get in. He's like, Oh, shit. Uh. It's family. <laughs> Yeah, so Mission Impossible, good stuff, good stuff. It's got story. It's Mission all, Impossible. It's not all about family. Mission Impossible Six should be the secret sequel to Fast and Furious Eight. No, <laughs> it'll be the the meeting of the universes. A couple weeks ago, WikiLeaks dumped a, a file <gasps> that was obtained, but from the CIA uh, at the Langley office. So this it was eight hundred and seven eight thousand seven hundred sixty one files uh, relating to malware system exploits and like SOPs on how to crack iPhone, Android, Windows operating systems, and it had a bunch of exploits and intrusions. But the CIA gave a statement saying they advise uh, no comment on the authenticity of these documents, which means that <laughs> it's totally theirs. Um, oh, we don't know. The first, that? the first and uh, many. So they've talked about or Julian Assange who. 
leads the WikiLeaks site. He's um, mentioned that it's like one of four. None of them are actual like source codes on how to do this stuff, but it does talk about the disciplines that the CIA uses to intrude on like Samsung smart TVs, for instance. I mean, it gives like charts and SOPs on how they mm-hmm. go through that stuff. So I mean, a lot of that oh. stuff, a lot of that stuff like Julian Assange has gone out to like the tech companies and said, if you if you guys patch these known exploits before or i guess he says if you patch these known exploits i won't release the documents until you do so he's giving them time to patch these security holes before like he releases it because ultimately while it doesn't have source code it could show people how to how to get in and do some pretty serious stuff. holy crap oh. but we are everybody already knows the government's watching and everything so we won't go into that also if uh anybody ever leaks stuff of shia labeouf like his pictures text whatever they need to call it the wit wiki leaks <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> That's terrifying. For gaming. So Super Mario Run's already out on the nice. Apple platform, but mm-hmm. it's coming out on Android next month. Or, I'm sorry, this month, the 24th. Same it's, day as Power Rangers. You know, it's the only, I mean, if you think about marketed, and we'll we'll talk here in a second about when you asked, you know, what's the problem with games and stuff these days, but it's the only marketed app or game besides pokemon run or pokemon go sorry um on android Mm. and in a very like both i would say apple and um android if you think of titles um singular titles there's nothing i mean you have final fantasy coming out on the platforms for mobile um you've had you know pokemon go which was huge while run games are simple i mean a lot of them are out there like you had um the Aztec Runner one, I can't remember what that was called. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but you had, you know, like Sonic Dash, like all these run games are out there. Yeah, it's a copy, Temple Temple Run. Temple Run, that was it. Um, and the run games are simple and the phones can handle them, but uh, it's Mario, so people will buy it. I can tell that they're, it's totally sales-driven because you go to install the app on Android and it says, you know, reserve the copy. Well, you'd think reserve a copy means pay for it, but on Android, it's just you tell them that you're going to download it, essentially. Wow. So they can see how hmm. much revenue they're going to get. So I imagine there's going to be ads in it, but yeah. Question on that, though, uh, techie-wise, has Nintendo stopped production on the Nintendo um, no, Classic, Classic Mini? Because no, there has been uh, rumors that they stopped production based off the fact that somebody was able to download all the games to a computer. Oh, but really? we've had emulators for no, years. Yeah, that's what I say. No, they just... Yeah, Some guy just, told me at GameStop that they've ceased production. Oh, that's the pr- first problem. You don't, <laughs> just because someone's, well, someone's in retail getting paid yeah. 10 bucks an hour, you don't listen to them. Uh, <laughs> it's like going to Geek Squad, and those guys are the experts, and I'll be all on computers. Um, <laughs> no. Um, we like to thank our sponsors, GameStop and Geek Squad. <laughs> <laughs> we get paid $10 an hour. Take care, guys. <laughs> yeah. Part ways. Bye. Um, no, that won't stop. But the Nintendo Switch, um, in its first week, sold 1.5 million units. units. To put that in perspective, we sold 600,000. Wow. Opening. Wow. Um, wow, that's a lot. Also, speaking of GameStop, uh, <laughs> I read somewhere um, for the Nintendo Switch, someone pre-ordered like three of them, and like they already spent their money, like all of it, and then GameStop just like accidentally canceled their pre-order, so like they couldn't get their money back or something. Oh, it was some. It was something legally to where like they could keep the person's money. What? Yeah, I'd be a little I pissed. I don't know. Wow. All I know is they lost their pre-order and the, it, it's fucked up. I'd be pissed. Yeah. I would. I would walk into GameStop and I would piss on the register. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be that upset. Um, 
Or wait till the manager left and kick his ass. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so the big talk is, will the Nintendo Switch withstand Zelda becoming stale? Ooh. The, the uh, Breath of the Wild, I think it is. Breath, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. Either so that's what's pretty much generating uh, revenue is yeah, but the they game do that with every, itself. So, yeah, I started reading on it, and it, they do that with every console, and they bring this matter up. I mean, Super, what was the Super Smash Brothers? Um, oh, yeah. That was the title for Wii. Every game console has exclusive titles on opening. Yeah. Right. Um, like, if you think about, like, Xbox, the original Xbox, it didn't really have a big title when it no. came out. And it well, started. Halo. That didn't come, though. I don't for, like, think that was right months. away. That really? Was, yeah, because wow. it came out in February, and then it, during right before Christmas, Halo came out. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I think it'll do fine. I mean... The other part is you're seeing the price decline now since the Switch is out on PS4s and Xbox Ones, which is awesome to get more people into those areas. But um, the price of the Switch is really competitive for around three hundred bucks. You'd think three hundred dollars for that? That's crazy. Did you I mean, did you get one? No, hell no. No, <laughs> no. Um, I don't like. So I don't like the. Um, I'm not confident in the the structural integrity of that type of system. I like my controller because I can always buy a new controller for thirty bucks. Oh yeah. If I'm holding my game console, I get nervous. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's a good that's point. Good point yeah. yeah, that's what I've never understood is that they're trying. They haven't really. I mean, they've improved their graphics a little bit. Bucks. My bad, people. Oh, jeez, you undersold that. Joey's <laughs> gonna Everyone's go buy like it. Hopping I don't. Buy them. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like a hundred, maybe, but for, I, I can't. So what happens if you? I mean, if the controller does break, I mean, there's no like. Well, Thirty buck controller that well, you can buy. The controller, so the console is the screen. Everything's mm-hmm. built into that. But if you think about it, we're not that evolved in technology that that type of console and the computing power you'd want can be in that little of a device. If you're gonna want to go next gen, you can't have anything gimmicky because, you, like, they keep wanting things to get smaller. Yeah, hardware can get as small as it wants, but you want good cooling. A little console like that. Yeah. We're only a month into this thing. Wait, because I swear there's going to be problems with overheating. Oh, yeah. yeah. That wow. little thing, holding it for hours mm-hmm. or playing it for hours, just in a little screen. Think about your phone, how hot it gets when you're just run, playing a running game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I'm not confident in that type of hardware. I don't care how far we've come. Yeah. But can you You can put the screen on the TV or something, Yeah, right? you can mount Cast so it. You, it docks, and then you take your controller sides off the screen mm-hmm. and hook them together, and then you have a little controller. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's just... um. I'm. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people want to play it on the go, mm-hmm. so that'll be, I, yeah. like the overheating problems will come into play there. Yeah, overheating. Which oh, they'll, yeah, yeah. Accessories they'll probably have, I imagine. So bite fans is, for it. Does Big the device fan. charge itself then when it's on the dock? Is that basically what happens? Because I don't think there's any power cord that goes straight to the yeah. unit. Is there? It's like you charge it like a regular charge, phone. Okay. Right? So it's like a yeah. phone. Okay. Yeah. The docking station is the charger. Gotcha. Does it charge itself? This isn't like 27 right now, Mitch. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I remember my Game Gear. I did uh, the batteries. Yeah. I, oh, God. I think it took like six mm-hmm. batteries. Mm-hmm. I remember the power inverter for it. It's like, oh, you yeah. had the big, huge 9-volt plug thing, and then you had a brick with it. Mm-hmm. But it was portable. Right. And then you go to play the game, it's like, oh, it died. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those. Do you remember the Nomad, which yep. was like the interchangeable that actually played regular Sega games? I didn't have that one. Yeah. There was Sega Game Gear, and then there was the Nomad, and that I'm, was... I remember Sega CD. Do you remember Sega mm-hmm. CD? Mm-hmm. Yep. They had that... It's like a sewer game or something. You were in a, a ship, Yeah. and you had to go through all these uh, tunnels. 
I forgot what it was called, but that was one of the cool games. Um, Sega Vector Ship Tunnels. Man? Maybe. There's Vector Man. Yeah, they'll like show close-ups of them, like pilots, and they're talking. No? no? That's just something. <laughs> I don't know. Then there was no the infamous, that never got produced, uh, Nintendo CD that ended up becoming Sony PlayStation. Remember, really? Sony was in junction with uh, Nintendo, and they were going to make a CD-ROM, basically like uh, Sega CD did. Oh, right. And, I remember uh, Sega Saturn came yep. out. And um, and what ended up happening is, is that uh, they broke up, and Sony still had that technology, and so they ended up making the PlayStation. And that's if how we got the PlayStation. If you think about what's really cool is there was a big push to move from cartridges to discs because yeah. discs could hold more data back mm-hmm. then. But now the technology is it's slower to read a CD than it is for solid state to be read. So the, the passover and sending yeah. of data. So now we're moving back to solid state. Are we? What game console has solid state? Oh, okay. And pretty soon, I mean, that's why you have digital content coming out because it does it does have a, a lower seek time than a CD does. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's better read and write. So eventually we'll go back to solid state and CDs will go bye-bye. Is that why we're having these CDs that download, like on PlayStation, it downloads the content, takes like three hours minutes. or so. Yeah. And then it runs, it runs simultaneously if it needs mm-hmm. to off a CD versus the hard drive. Yeah. Well, that's just because they have the, it can't fit on one disc. So my question is, is, will we see a day where we get rid of CDs and basically just have it be downloadable content? Oh, we'll totally move there eventually. Yeah, because PlayStation has moved into the external hard drive now. You yeah. Because I know they have terabytes that you can well, upgrade to. That's the way to go because it's, I mean, you get rid of a hard drive, um, pretty soon the hard drive will be the hottest thing in a console in terms of temperature and You'll shrink your console and all that. I mean, the hard drive will go bye-bye. It'll be all cloud. So at that point, then, wouldn't it be easier to have a hackable game, then? I mean, something that you could no, basically share with <clears throat> friends? It's harder if it's on the cloud. Really? Yeah, because you're you're every time you're accessing the data, you're asking them if you, wanna act, if you can have the data. Yeah. So they could put their encryption on, like, every other piece of data or every byte to say it has to be our original before we'll release the next bite to you. So, hmm. so you're basically saying streaming is the future with games, right? Because downloading... Not with- streaming. Okay. Because that's like Sega Channel. Okay. But if it's in the cloud... So you're saying you can store it in the cloud. It's mm-hmm. already downloaded into the cloud. You can go yep. access it. Mm-hmm. I with guess a I password thinking- that's given to you, basically. Or you create it. You create the password, right? It's your. It's like your iTunes cloud, right? I don't no. know. No, 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 no. Okay. All that's going to happen is your game saves and your game data are on the cloud. Mm-hmm. To install the original game, it'll be like a, it's what's called a slimline. You'll have your, your base minimum amount of storage to hold like original package data, very little pieces of games, and then everything else you have to access on the cloud. Hmm. But it's instant. Like if I want to yeah. access it, I can play it right now. I don't have to wait. But the big three fear hours. then is like the only people that can still be true gamers then, or access new content. I shouldn't say true gamers are people who have internet and high speed internet. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. plenty of gamers who don't have internet still though, because mm-hmm. they're on their you know they're on their car- cartridge consoles and stuff yeah. like that. It kind of screws people over. But that's the way they control it all. They don't have to pay money for you know getting the content out to like GameStops and other retail places. So GameStop's mm-hmm. going to basically be the new blockbuster. Then GameStop, that you know, they make more money With piss off their, on the register <laughs> off their trade-in systems than they do yeah. new games. Everybody, you can't trade in that's a game on GameStop the cloud. Then starting to sell like the wireless plans, iPods and shit. I mean, 
because they know eventually games are going to go away and it's going to be in the cloud. They're just going to be called Stop. So there'll never be there'll never be a used game. There'll always just be games that you can purchase at that's the other a reduced piece, though, price. Where they pull in the greed, you can't get a used game. You always have to purchase the original. So they can jack up the price. Well, no, because at some point, price point will make a difference in whether the game's still selling. So if it's been out yeah, for two years... Yeah, they lower the price because they get yeah. so many sales. Yeah. True. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah. when when should the, all this drop? Six months from now or so? Oh, or in years. the next two days, as soon like, as... You're looking like a decade, 15 years. Before. Think so? Yeah. yeah. So also, basically GameStop will be selling consoles at this point. Console else. stop. Yeah. <laughs> also, you mentioned that PS4 is now doing external mm-hmm. hard drives. That's very nice of them. They're doing it a few months after I replaced my internal hard drive. Because <laughs> uh, I went you know, all around looking for externals only to learn that like PS4 didn't really support them. And so I had, I had and I had to go online and buy a new hard drive and replace it. It took me like two hours just to like save everything and put the new one in and like download and and then a few months later uh, <laughs> yeah but when you it's like it's easier now when you max out this one just plug it well in. it's like three terabytes two terabytes so I I, I have a ways to go question yeah. will they ever have something that's higher than a terabyte there you oh yeah and what is it a scarabyte it, quadruple it's, byte yeah, it's, it's infinite I'm kind of concerned about the cloud system though it, it, we've already seen that it's easily hackable because celebrities have been hacked on their phones because they put stuff on the cloud. Yeah, but so the cloud is the same thing as the internet. Yeah. The cloud, what people, the definition of a cloud is someone else's hard drive, essentially. Yeah. But for years, people have been able to get into personal networks. I mean, you can hack into someone's cell phone regardless if they're on the cloud. Oh. Yeah. And people, if you are people, on the internet, period, you can get hacked. People have hacked into like PlayStation mm-hmm. oh, okay. accounts and Xbox accounts and stuff. Yeah, the cloud offers uh, no less security than anything else already is. It's just what, again, the media is showing you. Oh, okay. It's, and that, and it's a little bit more difficult to explain, so people don't comprehend it as much. But it's nowhere. It's not any less safe than any other choice you use, except gotcha. moving off the grid. I haven't okay. had a good experience with it. Oh, well, the Verizon cloud, for instance. I got a new phone, and everything was on there. And then... He never used... And then it's gone. Writer's cloud. Well, then that's my fault. Yeah. If you want, so that's the thing. If you want to do, if you want to do it, it right, you go to a professional. Just mm. like if you want advice in the gaming industry, you don't ask the retail dude across the counter that has bangs in front of his nose <laughs> and paints his fingernails. Um, but wouldn't that be the guy that plays the most want to games? Use the cloud. Use like your Google. Drive. No, that's the guy who just needs money. Uh, mm. Use Google Drive. Use Isn't Google Drive... Uh, I mean, doesn't that get hacked a lot? Or is that just no. something I heard? Okay, because I thought I heard some negative stuff about that. No, Google Drive is pretty good. So you're saying basically go to a service outside of the retail service? Yeah. Just like meet when people have media coverage. Use their provider's email address. Then, you, then you're screwed and you have to get a new <laughs> email address. Just get a Yahoo or... Actually, whoa, what the hell did I just say? Don't get a Yahoo. Get a Gmail account. <laughs> What is the best secure uh, email provider? Proton Mail. Really? Yeah, it's four hundred and twenty-eight bit encryption. <laughs> is four hundred twenty-eight dollars to have an email? <laughs> Good deal. Is that a free service per yeah. day? Proton Mail. It's end-to-end encryption. Uh, if you have a peer that's emailing you with Proton Mail, um, yeah, go in the App Store. It's on there. Huh. Excellent. Huh. Proton. Proton Mail. Is it, it is like the uh, highest encrypted email. 
platform there is. I mean, do most, if you were to send it to a Yahoo, would that be just as encrypted then? Absolutely not. Okay. So if it's peer-to-peer, Proton to Proton, then it's safe as it can be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Field of Geeks has a Gmail account. Maybe we need to change a Proton. I don't want to pay that much. Field of Geeks hacked? Do you have to, you have to pay for that no. mail service? No. No. Oh, okay. They have a paid <laughs> service, but you don't have to use that. You threw me off then. Joey's like, I thought he was going to say $400-some dollars. Like, Jesus! <laughs> Write a check! <laughs> so, I just got one TV thing to talk about. TV the news! Flash Supergirl crossover. At the end of Supergirl, it's going to start, I think, just how the... Yeah, they're going to do the did. crappy crossover thing, which I hated. What, the music meister? No, the the whole, like... It's like they built it up for a month, like oh, a right. month or two, yeah. and they're like, and it'll be at it's the end a of the huge show. crossover. Yeah. And then the last two seconds is like, the Flash comes, he's like, we need your help. And it's like, that's the end of it. Well, so that's it's probably, barely a crossover. So skip Monday, I guess, March 20th. Well, and- no, don't skip Monday. <laughs> I mean, don't skip Monday. I mean, Supergirl's, don't skip Mon- <laughs> Supergirl's a good show. I'm just saying, like, right. don't get your hopes up for it to be like a true crossover. Right. So March 20th and 21st, this crossover is going to air. It's going to have the Music Meister as the villain, and he's going to make them sing, which was announced a long time ago, and we didn't really know but it's like how a, they were going to sing. Well, it's because he controls them. Well, he controls them, but it's also not the real world. It's like they're under this, like, in there in this coma. Oh, okay. Um, and I think Supergirl's, like, the only one in the coma. And, that like, explains Barry the wardrobe has, Barry has and... to, like, go in and save her. Okay. Um and he's like, if you die, and you have you either sing or you die. And if, and also there's like these war, war criminals that are here. Um, and if you die in here, you die out there. Interesting. So it's not like super cheesy or anything. No, yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I jokingly, and I don't even know much about the music meister, but I remember we were talking about this long ago, and Steve was like, "Oh, that's a terrible idea. It's <laughs> terrible." And I said, "Well, it's maybe the music meister would be the villain, because <laughs> that's the only thing you could really." Yeah. Um, and it's one of the guys from Glee. So it's like a big reunion. Cause Darren Chris, I believe. Maybe. Oh, dude. Um, but because Melissa ben- Benoist was in Glee. And they're going to sing their Brent asses Gustin. off. They're, I mean, they're good singers. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I don't see why not. Um, and like people worry that it'll ruin the show. It's like it's one episode. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to watch it. Yeah. Is the thing. I think so. it's going to be called duets or duet, whatever. What's interesting, though, is the cast members are Broadway <laughs> veterans, Jesse L. Martin, Victor Garber, mm-hmm. John Barrowman. So they will definitely be uh, singing in that episode, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Big Bang Theory just announced this week or maybe last week. I don't know. I don't care. Um, <laughs> a prequel. Oh. And it will be about young Sheldon. Oh, wonderful. It's going to be called Blown Out Proportions. Was that chicken that you had last night? Me? Yeah. Can you smell my breath? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Damn, I'm normally good at this. It was your stuff. mama. <laughs> <laughs> your mom. Your mama's. Um, yeah. So I don't really know why they're doing this. Yeah, I was the, really show's, shocked. the show's not even over. I thought maybe it was like for an episode at first. And I was like, no, you're going to do a series? Like, oh, come on. This but is going to be so here's, blown out. Here's the thing I'm hoping. Okay. So How I Met Your Mother was supposed to do a spinoff. <laughs> called how i met your dad Uh, and that died immediately oh nice so here's fingers crossed because it's on cbs2 cbs2 or two it's on cbs as well well. okay i was like wow sorry cbs sorry yeah Yeah, they're doing a sequel to cbs CBS alt cbs2 is the prequels to all their shows (laughs) but it's also a cbs show hoping that it just dies before it even gets there don't think it's gonna be a good thing at all because um 
the thing about Big Bang Theory is that it's not good. Um, but another thing <laughs> is that it's kind of like, you know, you guys know that show Jag? Yeah. Yeah. And how it was supposed to entertain just like the old people who didn't have anything to do. Like CBS like programming the, like the baby. you're talking about? Yeah. No, yeah. like in like... Remember it was, when Jag was on NBC? On NBC? Yep. One and now it's or it used to always be on USA. Yeah. Um, and they make fun of it in Family Guy. And uh, <laughs> like, like TNT, Shawshank, no, Redemption. No, like... like uh, They'll show Jag and then just be like, wow, there's a lot of stuff happening in this episode. But you're following along, aren't you, buddy? And like they're talking like the old people just like, <laughs> just like you're really old and that's okay. And like they keep going with the show. Um, but they're saying like the Big Bang Theory is kind of like the new Jag, which is just like entertaining the baby boomers. Oh, I loved it from the start, uh, Big Bang. I haven't wa- really watched it in the last few years. Bully. 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 Bully? That means good. Oh, okay. No, I mean... No, but it Good was it was it was cool to see on TV when it first came out because it was like, well, there's really nothing out like this, and then you know other people picked up. And then up you realize and... it's just the same thing. Have you guys seen the Bazinga Big Bang Theory memes that Uh-oh. they? There's one. <laughs> Sheldor, how do how do made compute fast fester? <laughs> Delete system thirty four. And it's just Zimbabwe. <laughs> People just make fun of like how it's like oh science 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 and then just like Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Penn. My mom sent my N sixty four Wabna play visual entertainment. Shelled. They're called video games. Bazooper. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch bang theory. What is that? <laughs> Was that you, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you like physics? Like science? Do you like my body? But you are ugly. No. Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> Bazooper. Penny, you are... <laughs> Penny, you are ambushual. What did you just call me? Bangladesh. <laughs> Those are pretty good. I think Zimbabwe is my phone, my favorite. Bazooper. <laughs> There's Bojangles. <laughs> what are these Big Bang Theory memes? Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Just look up Big Bang Theory Zimbabwe and they'll just all <laughs> Bazooper. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. We've gone off in a terrible tangent. Oh, oh gosh. I need a tissue. <laughs> so I saw Get Out. It was a few weeks ago now. I just forgot to review it uh, last week. But it was very good. It was very... It was like social commentary, pretty much, and like a parody, because uh, it's by Jordan Peele. It was not as creepy as I thought it was going to be, but that's good, because I don't really like creepy movies, or like, too, like you know, movies that are too scary or mm-hmm. gory or whatever. And it wasn't even trying to be like, white people are bad. It was just like, these, wh- these white people are bad, so right. let's, let's marvel at that and laugh at them, because this is so ridiculous and awesome. And like, at one point, there's just a woman, a white woman who is eating dry cereal like with her hands and drinking white milk out of a black straw. It's just the most evil you thing yeah, you can imagine. There's this guy who is in an interracial relationship and his girlfriend's like, why don't you come up and meet my parents this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And so they go. He gets there and the parents are kind of acting weird. Like the dad's like, oh, I would have voted for Obama for a third term if I could have. And they're being very just like unintentionally kind of like racist. And then he sees another black guy who's like kind of acting just weird in general, not like, oh, you're acting weird for a black guy. It's just you're acting weird. 
and he's like, it's good to see another brother around here. And like, he goes to give him a fist bump and the guy just like shakes his hand because he's like been hypnot like the whole thing is like hypnot hypnotism um, or hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he takes a picture, he takes a picture of him and the flash kind of like sets him off and he starts bleeding out of his nose. And he's like, and he like just goes like screaming and crying. He's like, get out, get out. And that's, you know, the name of the movie. What? And yeah, the rest of the movie is pretty much like him, his friends back home and he's trying to like, tell him you know all these black people have gone missing up in that neighborhood like you need to get out of there or just you know be aware of your surroundings so it's very much like like what exactly is going on because it's not just like oh they're under hypnosis it's like some like some something's else is like happening and i'm really glad that the trailer didn't give too much of it away because like there's a bigger story in the end and it's really good so yeah i mean i'd probably give it like a 9.5 out wow, of 10 it's really good there's one actor in it. His name is Lil Rel. He's so funny. He's and like he's the big biggest comedic relief out of the movie. And yeah, just I'm really happy for the the success it's had. It just crossed a hundred million, I think. Jordan Peele's first uh, his directorial uh, debut. Uh, he wrote it, did it all himself. He's a horror fan, so he kind of incorporated a lot of yeah. uh, movies he grew up watching. Yeah. So yeah, it was really good. And getting like from the start of the movie, it plays like this really creepy song. And uh, it starts off like this guy is like walking in a neighborhood alone um, and he gets kidnapped and stuff. And it's it's really good. It's a really good movie. I, I kind of want to go see it again. Maybe I'll take mom to see it or something. So I recommend it. I'm sure it'll go to the IFC Awards, Spirit Awards. I'm really hoping that it might be like up for a Golden Globe, maybe even an Oscar because it's really, really good movie. What would you give an Oscar for? I don't know. Maybe screenplay, screenplay yeah. um, maybe directing because like it was very uh, wonderfully shot. That'd be cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's like a year away now, so we'll see. Yeah, I know. You got to keep the hype going. Just like a lot of people are talking about Patrick Stewart should be nominated maybe for Logan. Oh, yeah. And, but you have to keep that going. Because right. by, by the time they start announcing nominees, other movies have come out. Yeah. More attention grabbers. Yeah. But so we'll see. Cool. Well, I just wanted to let everybody know that I will be guesting on the Man with the Golden Tongues podcast. This is a James Bond themed podcast, and we're going to be discussing The Living Daylights. So this is brought to you by TMP Studios. Uh, They put out a ton of great material. So tune in, check it out. Please support us and our show by checking out all our social media, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and FieldofGeeks.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Joey. Zach. We'll be back. Take care. Get out.